Hey, Rob Kress here, Root Pharmacist from Root Pharmacist Radio. Listen, let's take a look at, let, let's make the case for outcome-based results. Um, you know, within the nutritional segment in the nutritional world, a lot of times it's uh, it's getting shots, getting shot at from allopathic medicine. Uh, people are non-believers, and it seems like there's a strong division between allopathic medicine and natural medicine sometimes. Fortunately, we're at a day and age where through functional medicine, it's becoming mainstream and things are meeting together. So when we talk about, you know, a lot of times when you make a recommendation or something, um, whether it's natural medicine or what have you, you want to say, where's the proof, right? Where's the research to back it? Now, fortunately, with nutritional medicine, it's well-researched, and there's actually more research behind nutritional medicine than there is allopathic medicine. Many people don't realize that. Um, for a medication or a drug to be approved, uh, you know, basically a number of studies have to be created showing the benefits of the medication and these are basically you know pitched to the fda for approval now there's been something known as publication bias which fortunately the watchdogs are out on it now and this should be reduced a great deal but nonetheless publication bias i'll give you an example um if a drug company does 20 drug trials and only three of them show a benefit maybe five of them show a benefit when they put all their work together and they make their proposition to the fda they will show a bias and they'll eliminate or not show not uncover the drug trials that did not show any benefit by the drug and only show the beneficial ones so that's publication bias and it's a real deal um they're getting control of it fortunately but i, I my feeling is it probably still exists out there now in the realm of natural medicine a lot of times we don't have a lot of these huge controlled studies that they're looking for just because the amount of money that it takes um you know and a, a blockbuster drug will recoup that without a problem now um i see it all the time because i work through the allopathic you know conventional as well as the natural side of medicine and i dispense a lot of nutrition from the pharmacy um few that's probably a couple months ago i was talking to a local uh, orthopedic surgeon and he brought up glucosamine chondroitin and uh, honestly i actually like other products besides you know instead of glucosamine chondroitin but not the point he was saying that his governing body whatever it is like um an osteo association whatever um said they don't back and they don't support glucosamine chondroitin anymore so he can't recommend it um so for some reason I mean, because there's research out there that shows the benefits of it. Um, but since this governing body said they don't recommend it, he doesn't feel comfortable in reckon, recommending it, um, which really controls the way he practices and recommends, um, which is quite alarming because, you know, that really falls everything under um, like standard of care, which if you step outside the lines, you're pretty much setting yourself up for retribution possibly. Um, so to me, that's alarming. And that's where a lot of this topic goes, because I firmly believe that um, a good practitioner, their their goal, their belief, uh, what they want to do is to support the patient uh, and eliminate as many risks as they can um, and avoid things such as that. Um, so in the most safe manner, provide um, healing as well as comfort to the patient. So we talked about publication bias and how prevalent that is. Another thing I want to talk to you about is when practitioners practice off of headlines or even patients may make their own decisions on recent headlines that came out. I'll give you a few examples because I want you to keep in mind here, a headline is usually not an expression of truth. A headline is disease, is designed to get one's attention for them to read further. Um, but okay, so in the last few months, a headline came out. That said, uh, meta-analysis study, official, shows no benefit for heart health. Um, 
it's important to understand and look at this. This was a meta-analysis that was done, and it was structured very well in many ways. The researcher basically took 10 different studies. Uh, all of them, their purpose was designed to assess fish oil and heart disease. And then what he does is he takes um, a summary of them all, looks at the positives and the negatives, and then makes a decision upon this. In this study, seven of the studies did not show any benefit with uh, fish oil, where three of them did. So 70% of the studies didn't show a benefit. Thus, the summary of the meta-analysis or the decision would be fish oil shows no benefit. You had to look a little deeper because in this case, of those seven studies that showed no benefit, they did not have um, a relative dosage of fish oil that was given to the patient, um, a successful one. It was not a uh, physiological dosage. Usually when we're looking to support heart health to reduce cardiovascular risk factors, we're looking at like one to 2,000 milligrams a day or even higher of EPA and DHA. In this case, it was woefully lower. So no, it's expected they wouldn't show any benefit. Um, so that's why it's important to read between the lines and look a little deeper. So be aware of headlines. Another one would be calcium and heart disease. This always comes up a few every few years. A few years ago, <clears throat> it came out and said calcium supplementation can cause heart disease. Um, now, this study, you know, when you looked a little deeper, so that was the headline, and people definitely that impacted a lot of people. By deciding not to take any more, doctors not recommending, pharmacists not recommending. But if you look a little deeper. The study that they took that headline from was not designed to actually assess and test fish oil on heart disease. It was actually like an oncology one. It was based off cancer. So you were you were losing or missing a lot of controls like, okay, were the patients taking calcium of day one and then to the very end every day? What were other lifestyle factors? What were the health conditions? What were their diets like? Um, so all that was thrown to the wind. So that certainly was not a credible um, headline to go off of. Um, a recent one came out was fish oil showing no benefit for dry eyes. Now, I've seen in my practice, it work. We work with a, a local eye doctor's office that sends people our way because we have a, a nice vision line that has, e, like in this case, EPA, DHA, and GLA um, for uh, basically overall cardiovascular benefit, anti-inflammatory benefit, but it does support healthy eyes and it can help with that. And we see good results from patients. So that's that outcome-based results that I'm looking for. Um, if an eye doctor or a practitioner or a patient was to read that, they might just stop taking that. Um, so it's really important to understand all this. Now, you've got studies, right? So an individual study, or you can have a meta-analysis, which they will go out and see, you know, have a bunch of studies come together. And as we talked about, and they'll make a summary, a summary recommendation based off of the results of all the studies pulled together. Now, a study or a meta-analysis is essentially de designed to either prove or disprove a hypothesis or a belief. Um, and in that case, that's where publication bias can come in again, especially in meta-analysis. This shouldn't be a surprise, though, because it might not even be the intention of the researchers to do this, because as human beings within human nature, confirmation bias is something we're hardwired with, which essentially means we seek out information to support our belief structures and our belief patterns. Um, this is huge. I'll give you an example in politics. Right now in America, politics, it's a very divisive topic. There are people strongly on one side, people strongly on the other side. And then people will essentially go off of a, a media news bite and we can 
term this fake news, right? Um, to confirm their belief, no matter how ludicrous it is, no matter how unproven that news bite is, they'll say, see, I told you, there you go. That supports my belief. Well, that's confirmation bias, and you can find that in all areas of life. So why am I here? What am I talking about? I basically just think it's really important for us to take a view of the whole picture, right? Take a, take a wide, a holistic view, um, to understand studies are designed to help us get, a, get us in the right direction. But certainly if we can find benefits and if we can do it with low risk factors, such as using a fish oil supplement for someone's moisture in their eyes, uh, we have other benefits that can come with it. Well, you know, that actually provides a lot of benefits for the patients. And just because there might be a study that suggests no, well, let's look a little deeper and let's make the decision on our own with our patients for what's best for them. So there you go. There's another issue, uh, episode of Root Pharmacy, Root Pharmacist Radio. This is Robert Kress, a Root Pharmacist. Thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.